0: Blog Talk Radio. This particular lesson has an interesting title. The title of this particular lesson is The Loose My Money Law. I'm going to be a little religious about it and say the Loose My Money Lord. For in the New Testament, in particular, whenever you read the word Lord, it means Law. Now this will help you right away, so that you will have a greater understanding of the Bible. In the Bible, Lord means law, law of mind. What is a law? There are many different definitions that we can give to the term law. But for our purposes, law is an inevitable tendency. Say with me, law is an inevitable tendency. Law is an inevitable tendency. For example, we talk about the law of gravity in physics. And the law of gravity, very briefly illustrated, means what goes up must come down. That is what? An inevitable tendency. I'm I'm about to throw this handkerchief into the air. And when I throw it into the air, it is inevitable that it will do what? You see, the law of gravity worked. The handkerchief came down. Ladies and gentlemen, there is law back of all life. There is law back of and governing all of your experiences of life. Life is not just a gamble. It's not just happenstance. It's not just the way the mop flops or just the way the cookie crumbles. But there is exact law in the universe. And there is an exact law of mind which determines our experience of life. And in the Bible, this exact law of mind is called Lord. And in the Bible, the statement of the law of mind is found in Proverbs, the 23rd chapter and the 7th verse. As a man thinks, so is he. Together, as a man thinks, so is he. And this is the law. Just like it is the law that what goes up must come down. As a man thinks, so is he, is just as scientific a law as the law of gravity. And the reason we call this philosophy the science of living is because we teach you to know the law. The law of thinking, the law of living. And you don't have to live by a gamble. You don't have to take life as the mop flops or just the way the cookie crumbles. You can flop your own mop when you understand the law of life. You can crumble your own cookie just like you want it when you understand the law of mind and the law of life. And that excites me because I like to know what's going to happen in my life, don't you? I like to have a handle, I like to have control of what's happening in my life. Don't tell me that I just have to be poor. Don't tell me that I just have to be sick. I like to have something to say about that. And the Bible gives us that handle in the law of mind. As a man thinks, so is he. And since my thinking is the law, the determining factor. And again, you see, law means determining factor. That's another definition of law. So say with me, law is a determining factor law is a determining factor. And you see, thinking is the determining factor of the way you experience life. Repeat after me. When I know and practice the law of mind... When I know and practice the law of mind... Positively... Positively... I can crumble my cookie just like I want it. I can crumble my cookie just like I want When I know and practice the law of mind positively... When I know and practice the law of mind positively... I can flop my mop exactly like I want it. I can flop my mop exactly as I want it. A little more play on words here. The word science, we call this philosophy science of living. And it may sound a bit strange to some people, but science is translated from the original Greek word genoski or genoski, depending upon which province of Greece you're from. And uh, science means to know. The master Jesus himself said what? You shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. And what is this truth that we have to know? It's to me not a religious truth, not a theological truth not a dogmatic truth, not a doctrinal truth of some kind, but when you know the truth about yourself, when you know that as you think, so are you, then you can take that truth and be free from chance or from bad luck. Let me tell you something. So many people have got this bad luck syndrome until I'm having to work on it. I've been working on the luck people because the luck people are living by chance. They do not know that life is science. Yes,
1: sir.
0: That life may be handled in a scientific way. And of course, this is the secret of good luck. (laughs) And it is a secret to many people that I can handle my life knowingly and make it what I want it to be. So repeat after me, I can handle my life knowingly. I can handle my life knowing that, consciously, consciously and make it what I want it to be. And make it what I want it to be. And that's why this is the science of living. That's why this is referred to sometimes as mind science. It is the truth that sets you free from luck, from chance, and from gambling with your fate. But the big thing about it is that this kind of teaching makes a person responsible for what happened to him and a lot of people are just not ready for that. A lot of people don't want to be responsible for themselves. They'd rather make the devil responsible. Are God in the sky responsible? Are the president responsible? Anybody but me, but the old spiritual says it's me, it's me. it's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. And so we're dealing with science here. We are dealing with the knowledge that I am God and beside me there is no other. I am meaning what? Awareness. Awareness of being. And to strip the mask away from it all, I am means my thinking. So say with me, I am means my thinking. I am means my thinking. Say it again. I am means my thinking. For the third time, Now that's with all of the theological mask stripped away from it. When you know that your thinking determines the outcome of your life and your affairs, that gives you a handle to control and to set you free from chance and from luck and from the way the mop flops or the way the cookie crumbles. Today, the particular. The title of this lesson is The Loose My Money Law or The Loose My Money Lord. And in this lesson, I'm going to address myself to the idea of how to stop people and things from holding up or delaying your money or your good. That's what we're going to address ourselves to. Are you ready for it? Yes. All right. Let me hear you shout after me. I am ready. I am ready to stop people, people and things from holding up, hindering, obstructing, and delaying my money and my good that's what we're going to do. You know what you say is what you get. The Master Jesus gave us that key and again, this is a law. It's a determining factor. It's an inevitable tendency. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Say it again. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, in all of life, that's exactly what you're going to have. You're going to have what you say. I'll let the cat out of the bag right away. One of the ways to stop other folks from stopping your money and stopping your good is for you to stop saying that they are doing it. All
2: right.
0: Because every time you say, they are stopping my money, They are holding my money. They are delaying my good. Every time you say that, you know what you're doing? You are giving away your power to work against you to stop your good. Other folks can't stop you unless you give them your power to stop you with. I hope you're with me. Every power that seems to work against a person is really the person's own power of thought that he has given away. Let's quote the inevitable tendency. Let's quote the determining factor again: the law, the Lord, from the lips of Jesus. This is why Jesus is given the title Lord Jesus Christ because Jesus understood the law. Now, most of the evangelists don't understand. Oh
3: my, King Barbara. Name cell phones on there. Um, the alleged defendant. Um,
2: that, that, that I suppose that means-
3: My king Barbara, the name is spelled wrong on there? I'm um, the alleged defendant. I suppose that name is spelled Barbara. Just get right, it right, right. right.
1: You're
3: a Barbara. I'm my king Barbara, yes. Anyone Man. here for
1: Philip Miller?
3: noticed them, I did a motion to dismiss. It's A-K-I-E-M-B-A-R-B-E-R. Yes. On the unopposed motion i noticed him uh, I, I filed the motion on november the 19th mailed it to the plaintiff's attorney of record uh, i think it's walter B. Tard. uh the motion is the court lacks jurisdiction over the subject matter uh, over the persons services process is wrong and insufficient service of process and fails to state sufficient facts to state the claim the plaintiff entered a, uh, a complaint against Akeem Barbara, which is not my name, we never lived at that address ever. Uh, my son took notice, I, he gave me a call and told me about this, so I had to answer this. Uh, I've never been to this place of business to do any type of car repair work, and at the time this repair work was going on, I'm, I was in Charlotte handling a business matter in the bank. So I've never been to this place of business. So I think they have a the personal complaint. Uh, since this motion is unopposed and there are no facts sufficient to uh, to support this claim, I ask the court to dismiss this with prejudice. So, do you own a BMW? I own a BMW, but he's got BMW. No facts. No. VIN number, no, no, uh, anything like that. And I don't rob that Have you ever
1: been to the office?
3: Never. And just, can I? Add, I when I got to complaint, I went up to the business and asked the owner, you know, because just, you know, I asked him, I said, uh, can you show me the footage of when I came into your place of business? And he said his attorney had all of that information. And if you look at the complaint, there's no exhibits, no sworn statements. It's just the attorney alleging uh, just hearsay statements in the uh, complaint. What about the drug on lost leg? That is, I own that home, but I haven't lived there since 2002. My ex-wife lives there. So your son is named Javon? My son's name is Javon Barker. That's why I had to answer because they put in a, a notice that they served at that address to my son. Do you have a driver's license? Or sure. That is not my current address. This is my current address. According to the DMV, I just never went and updated the uh, record. This is my concealed weapons permit with the correct address. We had a South
1: Carolina driver's license issued December 6, 2018, spelling A K I E M, last name B A R B E R. That address was. Murrow Beach, North King Highway. And then a concealed weapons permit issued August 29th, 2019. Same spelling of the name. Here to be the gentleman standing in front of me. That address is in Fort Mill, South Carolina. The motion to dismiss is granted. On lack of jurisdiction improper service, I think just those two. Because I do think the court has jurisdiction over the subject matter of this action. I understand.
2: It may
3: not be you,
2: but right. to about. someone to
1: Rick, I, I get that. that would be proper in court. Um, I haven't made a determination whether the complaint sets forth a cause of action. It probably does and I could check that, but it's not necessary sure. um, if you're not the right person. But, right, lack of personal just jurisdiction and
2: Evidently improper, service.
3: improper. Your All right, thank you. Y'all. Have a good day. Thank you. Peace, peace. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Truth Tuesday Show with your host Akeem L here on Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. I apologize to everybody on YouTube. I had I had the mute button equipment. Where well, you guys couldn't hear the full recording of that court case. So, I apologize. But uh, just to check, is the sound good now? Are You, you guys good? In uh,
2: YouTube land?
3: Let's see. I know there's a delay. Um, on YouTube. Um uh, it's kinda 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 difficult. <laughs> I'm getting used to all of this equipment. I got this piece of equipment that I can just press stuff with one button. Thanks to Stephen Johnson who hooked me, who told me about this piece of equipment. It is a, a lifesaver, but I still gotta get used to it. Um they said sounds good. Good. All right, thanks. Uh that was a court case from about a year and a half ago where they had served me um, on a a complaint suing me for some repairs on a vehicle uh, that I never even took into the shop. Uh, but, you know, they had the name spelled wrong and everything. Why did I, you know, I played that before a long time ago. I played it again to, to help you guys understand how important the name change is. Because if your name isn't all caps, it's not you. Especially if you have a court order saying so. So you get a traffic ticket and things like that, and then your name's all caps. It's not what the court order says your name is. Then you have uh, to file a motion to dismiss for lack of personal jurisdiction. Now, one of the other things that people forget is um, they're looking at federal rules of. Civil procedure instead of looking at the rules of criminal procedure because those rules are a little different Yes, you could apply some of the rule 12 b out of civil procedure, but it's not a civil matter They they make it a criminal matter, but you know when you really understand all of this stuff is really everything's simple. It's all about money, but You know, so that's why I played that because when you go to rule 12 criminal rules of, of criminal procedure they have different things in there that I'm going to go over later I'm not going to go over it now because I got to go into my whole spiritual mind, mind thing first I just wanted to give y'all a preview of what's to come cuz I'm going to go over federal rules of criminal procedure rule 12 and there's some things in there that could help you in your cases, remember this is not legal advice. This is a church. This is my ministry. I, you know, educate you on things you should not know, so you don't have to go and spend a lot of money trying to protect yourself. So, but if you want an attorney, there's a plenty of them on the internet type of lawyers, and they're they're all over the place. You can use them if you want to. But um what I want to talk about, what what I was gonna share with you, um. I know a lot of people want to be successful. I know you want good things for yourself. But somehow, it's not happening. For some reason, you just can't get over that finish line. It seems like it's, 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 things are not working out. And one of the reasons why things are not working out, because you have not become the new man or woman. You still want to keep people in your life that is not beneficial. You still want to have conversations about things that are not beneficial. You still want to do things that has nothing to do with your success. When I say become the new man or woman, you got to throw in all those old habits you had before in order to be successful. Because if you keep doing the same thing you did before, you're going to keep getting the same thing. That is science. There's no way around it. You cannot keep the same habits, same friends, same listening to the same family members, going to the same religious orders, and churches And life is going to change. It is not. I watch people try it all the time. Going to the same church for 10, 20, 30, how many years? And they're sitting there wanting to be super successful, have all of this wealth and and prosperity, but they're going to the same place they were going to when they didn't have wealth. You know, they're in the same area, stuck. you got to get away from all of the crap that got you there. Everything, there is nothing you can keep from that life. There's nothing. You see what I'm saying? Nothing. Yeah, I'll play that recording a little bit later again, you know, towards the end of the show. I'll play it. Um, Someone was asking me. And someone said true repentance. Yes, true repentance is giving up everything from the past. You cannot hold on to things that held you back. And, and, you know, your mind will deceive you. It will trick you into thinking that you can hold on to this little trinket or whatever it is, It's this one friend, it's all these things, and think that you're going to do better. You might do okay, a little better because you had shed some other things, but it could be that one friend, that one thing, that one bad habit that keeps you from crossing the finish line. Why... You know you have a business, you're running a business right you you want it to be yourself you got to ask yourself every day why isn't it why isn't it making money why because you're not thinking of money you're not you, you, your mind is not focused on the money. I get criticized by all oh, you talk about money all the time, yes, I do, and I'm not ashamed of it because everything I do takes money when I drop. Start my car up. When I turn the lights on to my house, uh, you know, I drink water. I use the bathroom, take showers, you know, wash clothes. Just simple things take money. So why aren't you talking about money well, in a positive way? Not talking about money like you don't have it. You talk about money in a positive way, like as if you already have it. I do this ritual. Often And some days when I don't do it, guess what? Money doesn't come, it'll flow. So I always got to keep constantly reminding myself to do it over and over again. All the time. You see what I'm saying? You have to remind yourself to keep focused on your goals, the things you want to do. You know, it's okay to do things that, you know, you find entertainment from time to time, but if you have goals you're trying to reach and you're not getting there, and, 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 and you don't have time. You know, to really get to where you want to do, you have to sacrifice things. I was talking to my son the, earlier today. I said, hey, you, you know, you write a book. You need to finish it. And he was like, yeah, I know, I know. I said, one of your issues is you want, you're want you hanging out and doing things that have the same interests as you. You see? You see, they don't they don't have the same interests as you. So if you're hanging out with people, whether you, these are your family, you love them, I understand that. But they don't have the same interests as you. So what does that mean? That they're going to pull away from your interests, and you're going to lean towards their interests, which is just having fun all the time. There was a scripture that I had oh, Looked up. And it was funny because that same scripture. Let me uh, share my screen. All right. uh, This one here. All right. There are 8 verses 34. It says, Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves take up their cross, and follow me. What does that mean? Okay, I looked it up in two different books that I have. One is the metaphysical Bible dictionary uh, for all of you uh, who, that's that's it right there. Who's on YouTube, you can see it. And then the other definition was in my uh, uh Black's Law Dictionary. Ooh, that's interesting. Cross is in the Black's Law Dictionary. Right? And it says there in the cross, under that, it says the crystallization of two currents of thought. The state of consciousness termed sense-mind. The perpendicular bar symbolizes the inner current of the divine life. The horizontal bar symbolizes the cross current of human limitation. So, the cross represents conflicting ideals, conflicting states of consciousness. It's a symbol for your mind and how it operates, how your higher consciousness wants to take you to the highest levels possible or the infinite of impossible, whereas the lower mind, the lower states of consciousness is your limitations. And what is the limitation? Just the ideas in your mind, what you think you can and have, at any point in time, any any state of consciousness that you say you have limits, I can't do this, this is not working, I am not successful, saying things like that. That's the the cross. And you have to get rid of that. You have to pick that cross up and uh, do away with those types of conflicting thoughts, right? Then it can sit uh The the latter symbolizes the mind of the flesh. Also, it burdens the body with its its various erroneous beliefs. See? The center of action of this sense mind in the brain, and there it it has to be met in the final overcoming that I am undertakes the place called the place of, of a skull. So, that's that sense. So, let's go to the Black Soul Dictionary. Hang on. Black Black's Law Dictionary, I think this is the uh third edition. It's a very old edition. Those of you on YouTube y'all can see it. Uh you can see how aged it is. This did this was not cheap to get. Uh you can find a few of them out there. And the cross represents in Black's Law Dictionary a mark made by a person who are unable to write to stand instead of a signature. I knew about that. Then it also says a mark usually in the form of an X by which voters are commonly required to express their selection. There are four principal forms of the cross. The St. Andrew's cross, which is made in the form of an X. So when you make an X, that's a cross. The St. Andrew's cross. The Latin cross, as used in the crucifixion. St. Anthony's cross, which is made in the form of a T. And the Greek cross, which is made by the intersection at right angles, blinds, at the center point as an adjective this is the important part the word is applied to various demands and proceedings which are connected in subject matter but opposite or con- contradictory in purpose or object so in the legal dictionary the word cross represents conflicting ideas so let's use let's, let's get an example like for instance they got your name in all caps but your, real, your actual name is properly styled upper and lower. That's a cross. You, you are two conflicting entities there, and you have to undo that. You have to pick that cross up and undo that in the courtroom. See, these terms in the Bible do, relate directly to the courtroom. As you remember, in, in all of the older books like Judges, the kings handled court right there in the temples and in, in, in there, in their wherever they, the castles or whatever they called them back then, you see, but back to the mind, we, the reason why most of us are not achieving what we want is because conflicting ideals. We are crossed in our thoughts. Yes, we have, we, we we speak positive. We say all these things, but then somewhere in the back of the mind, you're doubting yourself. So what do you have to do to do that? You get to get rid of that. You have to reprogram your mind and constantly say positive things. Don't get caught up in the negative. I'm challenged with this daily. This I don't I don't escape this, but I know it. So I know how to get. If I get in there, I can get myself out. But most people don't know how to get in and out. They don't know how to not get caught up or to change their mind. Don't allow outside circumstances to interfere with what they're doing. You see? So remember, you always got to speak I am statements that are positive. I am the main one, God. Uh, that Sometimes that people hesitate to say that. They cringe. Oh, that's blasphemy. <laughs> well, you know, I always say what's blasphemy is to think less of yourself. That's blasphemy. That is against your natural nature to think low of yourself. That's blasphemy. That is uh, bringing reproach upon God, the God in you, the God that's working through you. You see? So remember, the mind is important. You must exercise it just like any other muscle, and you must exercise it with right knowledge and positive information. I, 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 I constantly deal with individuals who get consultations with me after they done spent a whole lot of time listening to garbage and didn't want me to verify the garbage. I can't verify garbage because it's garbage. I don't deal with garbage. I deal with any only things that give you remedy. That recording I played was my voice, me in court, live. Getting a win so I can show y'all how to do the same thing. It's not to brag. You see? But there you have it. You are nothing more. You are nothing but a divine manifestation of the God, the super God, the high God, the super consciousness. Therefore, you are God in the image and likeness of God, of the superconsciousness. And remember, God is, is, is thought, it's mind. That's what creates all things. Things are created from the things unseen, which is the thoughts in your mind. Everything you see in the physical was an idea at one time, an unseen idea. Then it was spoken, and then it was acted upon. And there it is. All right. Um let's get into this rule twelve pleadings pre trial lesson here. Let's get into that. I feel like I'm forgetting I'm about to have another webinar and that webinar is gonna be um it's the passport webinar part two, but a little with the, with the with the a to a to z process of correcting your status is you know the first one i just deal just with the prop with the passport this one i'm going to deal with things you need to have in place or put into place before and after you do the passport Uh oh, so i'll let y'all know the date on that all right uh rule 12 pleadings and pretrial motions. motions all should be able to see that on youtube and it says, A, pleadings. The pleadings in a criminal proceeding are the indictment. The pleadings in a criminal proceeding are the indictment, the information, and the pleas of not guilty, guilty, or no low contender. B, pretrial motions. In general, a party may raise by pretrial motion any defense objection or request that the court can determine without a trial on the merits. Rule 47 applies to a pretrial motion. So. What's a pretrial motion? Like you get a ticket, you get a any other charge, you want to start making some motions immediately. And one of the first ones I recommend—remember, I'm not a lawyer—is a motion to dismiss, because when you look at these, say for instance, a traffic ticket, it's got your name in all caps. Is that you? No you need to be making a motion to dismiss for lack of personal jurisdiction immediately. You need to be going in there, they, hey, this this is not me and, and put it on paper. See, when you go through the YouTube videos and all of that, it's people running in the courtroom, no paperwork talking about that's not me. I'm not the straw man using terms like that. Those terms will get you slammed in the courtroom because the they're going to look at you as a sovereign citizen and they're going to shut down. They're not going to listen to you. You need to be making coherent, legible, and comprehensible pleadings. Yeah, let me drink some water. Hey, this is my uh, Shilajit water. My Shilajit. I'm kind of copying off of Doctor Daniels. See, Shilajit. Oh, uh, yeah. I hadn't. I gotta get my minerals in me. All my trace minerals. Let me drink this real quick. This was what make, keeps me healthy. So you should be putting in these motions immediately because as soon as you start saying stuff like outside of that, then the, 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 the it commences. The, you're in the jurisdiction. So a, a, a motion to dismiss is showing, hey, you don't have jurisdiction because here's some things we need to fix. First of all, that name in all caps is not me this is who I am and here's the court order that supports that. And I know some may not have a court order, but you still should be doing that. You should be having that on paper and in the court and write a cover letter to the clerk of court. Say, Hey, listen, there's some defects in this, this complaint, this traffic ticket, we need to fix like a cover letter to go with your motion and let, Hey, this is who I am. Show the proof of who you are. This needs to be fixed. And they might, Say something like, well, you need to put a motion to correct the case caption. Yeah, maybe they'll say something like that. Who knows? But you're giving everybody notice that that is not you before you even get there. Don't wait until you go to court to start this. See, because here's the thing. When you get there, they're so used to running that gravy train, and you get there you and you try to run that game. It's going to be hard. But if you already have your paperwork in, saying this, saying what's, you know, this is it, we need to correct that. And I never go into, to, hey, you know, we either we correct it or dismiss it. Now, the other thing is lack of specificity. Lack of specificity. Do you know that's in Black's Law Dictionary as well? Law is precise. So it has to be specific. Okay, if you're saying, who is this on this paper? Let's identify who is it. is it. You're trying to say that's me? No, it's not. You're not being specific. Why is it in all caps? Why do y'all take my name and, 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 and uh, demonize it like that by putting it in all caps when Clearly, my birth certificate has it this way, and plus I have a court order that says it needs to be this way. Why is it on cash? Can y'all specify the reasons? I would put that down. Um, Suppression of evidence. That's a great one. Why? Because give you a perfect example. When you're getting pulled over for speeding or whatever traveling violation they say you are, the cop is coming up to you. He's asking you questions like, oh, let me see your driver's license and registration. So he's making statements like that, right? What is he going to do with that information? He's conducting an investigation. And at that point, you have a right to remain silent or you have a right not to incriminate yourself. For sure. You see what I'm saying? So let's see. I was going to pull up the Constitution, but I'm not. But the Constitution says you have a right not to incriminate yourself. You, ha- you have a right not to do anything that to help them convict you of anything. That's their job to seek their evidence out and make their case. It's not your job to give it to them. That's, that's why they come in talking to you. Hey, asking questions, what are you doing? Where are you going? I don't answer questions like that. And when they ask things like that for me, I'll say, okay, uh, if I give you this, will, will it be used against me? Are you conducting an investigation at this time? And he'll say yes or no, whatever he says. I was like, oh, well, at this time, I, 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 I'm going to have to invoke the Fifth Amendment. I'm not going to do or say anything that will uh, incriminate me at this time. You see, you have a right to do that. Now, don't be rude and nasty with them. These guys, are, they are, you know, public servants and, and, and they feel they're doing their job and they're doing their duty and they are. We don't act belligerent with them. Just be polite. Don't cause a problem. Argue with them. Don't try to teach them law on the side of the road. Just, you know, and then after you say that, you keep your mouth shut. You know, me personally, I just hand over my passport card. Here, Here it is. I'm not going to give them the contract that they're looking for because the contract has specific rules in it. And that contract says, you know, if I have it and I hand it over as evidence, they're going to use that. Remember anything you can say can and will be used against you. Anything you do. Uh, there's another one and uh, suppression of evidence. And you also be should be trying to suppress evidence. You know, they they pull out these, whatever the radar, whatever they're going to check you out with, all of these questions they're asking, they're going to try to, you, you want to suppress that. Why? Because they don't have a warrant. And see, I make that clear. Do you have a warrant at this point in time? I just want to be clear. I'm not trying to be rude or anything. I just want to know if you have warrant. No, I don't have one. And they might say, I don't need one. And then you shut up. Okay, you don't, okay. I just want to make sure you have a warrant because, you know, you know, Because at that point, once he says he doesn't have a warrant, I know I don't have to say anything, give him anything, because there's no court order to say I must surrender anything to him. See, people, they have made people believe these traffic ticket situations are so, He was just used to just handing over their rights. You know, oh, I was speeding, pay the ticket, keep it going. But you have specific rights. They need a con. A, 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 a warrant to start asking and doing an investigations. You have a right to privacy. And if you're in your vehicle, that's an extension of your home. You're in your private, transportation, traveling. They don't have a – what permission did they get from any court to even surveil you? Like to even shoot a gun at your car. Did they get a permission from a court? Where's your right to privacy? I know this is common, and this is what they usually do, but I'm giving you guys something to think about. That's all. These are all arguments you can raise. Like, wait a minute. Did you have a court order that specifically described my vehicle and me before you started surveilling me? Where's privacy at? You know? You, you don't have any if you allow them to take your rights away from you. Your right is the rights to prophecy, your right to travel freely, unencumbered. And you're not endangering anyone. No one has called them to make a complaint against you, to say, well, this guy's driving erratically. He, I feel unsafe. No, they just take it upon themselves to say, you know, you, you, you're you committing all of these egregious acts, and we got to fine you. No one is there to make a complaint against you other than the officer. so he becomes a judge, jury, and evicts you right on the side of the road. And then he requires you to come to court. Well, According to the rules of court, rules of how courts run, the only person that can summon you to court is the clerk of court by order, demanding your presence by specifically naming you. And on a side note, not really a side note, your name in all caps is not you. So who are you summoning to the court? A piece of paper? An entity? An entity that you kind of put down as civilly dead? Because that's what that denotes is that that entity is civilly dead. And you don't want to, you know, God is a God of the living, not a God of the dead. Let's see. Uh, Give me a second. I need to move this screen out of here. Stop the shit here. Go back to a new shit. Go back to. All right, there we go. Yeah. These are all things you guys got to start opening your mind up to in order to get your freedoms right. Because if you don't do that, they're gonna they're gonna cream you. All right, let's see. Anybody got got the hand up? And let me see. Let me see if I got any questions in the chat. Let's see. I don't have a record at all and no tickets, but I've mailed my paperwork to Seven Plus. So I don't know what to do next. What are you talking about specifically? You don't know what you to do next. I don't have a record at all in Zachary Bay. I don't get what you and no tickets, but I've mailed my paperwork. What paperwork? you're talking about. Yeah, the money was the topic earlier. What? I I know there's a delay in there. There's a guy asking something on uh YouTube. I'm trying to figure out what he's talking about. Let's see, any other questions there? All right. <clears throat> Anybody on Blog Talk, if you want to actually talk to me directly, Verbally, you could call into 563-999-3615 and press the one button. I'll get your question. Anybody in the actual, um, blog talk radio, if you got a question, put your hands up. Um, man, the membership is going good, man. People are joining and getting, getting that knowledge about the 1041s and, um, setting up their trust pro- properly, really taking ownership of putting their affairs in order. You know, you got to commend all of these folks for doing that. And, the, you know, the the, the investment, because that's what I call it, that you're making, is a lifetime investment. It, it's just something that's going to free you. Once you understand how trust works and how to properly do the tax returns on those trusts, and what you can claim on those trusts through your bank accounts and things like that without worrying about the IRS looking over your shoulder, that's that's, that's a level of freedom that has not been out there in this community. You guys have been running in and following this other stuff, just kind of doing stuff, and the next you know you you got knocks on your door, you're getting crazy letters, scribblers filing letters, and things like that. I know I got them when I followed certain individuals. I know I got him trying to, oh, oh, you know what? I forgot to mention on this federal criminal trying to get the that question, that question answered. Okay. Oh, he still didn't come back to me. No, it's the, the number is five, six, three, nine, nine, nine. Let me type it in there. Three six one five. It's five six three nine 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 three six one one five. That's the number. The calling number for Block Talk. Okay, he said I sent registered mail about legal notice proclamation decoration to who I am to places. I said, okay, you know what? Zachary, call in on the above number because I need to ask you some more questions to be clear. You said you sent some stuff out. I need to know what you You said notice and proclamations, declarations. Yeah, I've heard of that routine. It doesn't really get you anywhere. But before I really... Answer that, I need to know some more details, Mr. Bay. All right, so call that number, press the one button, and I will get you. You'll be live on the air. Just know that. Um, um, let's see. Let me just tell him. Your question answered. I think I'm gonna need some assistance to do all this type of stuff. Here. Uh, that's the, the the blog talk radio number to get me. Those of you who don't know, I do a show every Tuesday. Where I answer questions for free. I get tons of emails with questions, and you know, I just I don't really open them and read them because I can't handle all those questions. And I ask, I'll answer one question and come back about twenty more. So there's several ways you can contact me. I dot com. get a consultation. That's a private consultation on Zoom, face-to-face, 75 bucks for 30 minutes. I think that's a great deal. Or you can get on the show every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and for free, I'll ask you a question. Now, if it's too private, I won't answer the question. But most questions can be answered over the year. If they're of a general nature, like this one that Zachary Bay is talking about, I can definitely handle that. But I need to ask him some more questions. Now, back to the federal rules of criminal procedure, here's another one that you have to take consider. Improper joinder. What's improper joinder? Because they're saying you're this name and you're not. So they're not joining the proper party, which is you, the live living man I don't like using that in my paperwork so don't even I'm just using it as an example I don't write that stuff in my paperwork but you in your proper form and name that's not being addressed so you would not see that's why I played that case because they had my name spelled wrong and everything she was like lack of personal jurisdiction and improper service of process Why? Because you serve the name that's not my name. It's the same thing. Let's see. All right. Oh, we got a hands up. Okay, let's go to the line here. 510358, peace. Hakeem, peace to the gods to you. Peace to the God, What's going on?
2: Man, I'm good, man. It's good to hear your voice, man. I've been listening to you for years, God, Uh, when you first came (laughs) on the radio and you helped me out a great deal, a lot of things, man, you're the man. But, yeah, listen, I'll get to the point. You helped me get my passport uh, about seven months ago or so, and it's all beautiful, everything's great. However, I went through some tough times financially, so I had to take a job at the post office, right? I worked there about three months to realize that I was destroying everything that I built up through all the years with the nine, eight, the whole nine. So right. I quit. <laughs> now, do I have okay. to do any kind of processes to, um, you know, if I ruin any standing with my passport? I don't nah. think I did. Well,
3: okay. Let's let's do this. Did you fill out a W nine?
2: Uh, guy with the post
3: office. Yeah. Okay. All I right. did. In a way, you kind of, okay, what people don't understand, and I've never heard anybody teach this before until I, I went through the instructions of the W-9. The W-9 certifies you as a U.S. person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does. You see what I'm saying? It actually says yes, it. I do. <laughs> it. It says it there. So what you were supposed to give them was a W-8. Ben, or a W-8. Yeah. well a W-8 ben it said, see, yeah. what the teachers was, take the WA bin, mail it to the IRS. But the IRS says, don't mail this form to us. You need True. to give it to the withholding agent. You got to give it to right. the person who's going to be looking at your paycheck and wanting to take money out. I mean, right here in the instructions, which I'm showing, I think I'm showing that live. Let me uh, make sure. Yeah, I'm showing it live on YouTube. It says here. Okay. In that instruction, how do I know when to use the W-9 form? It says use form W-9 to request a taxpayer identification number. Right there, that's a red flag. That's taxpayer identification number. They like to call you either a U.S. person or a taxpayer. It's right. the same thing, right? Of yeah. a U.S. person, including a resident alien, and to request certain certification claims for exemption, withholding agents may require signed form w 9 from U.S. exempt recipients. See, you could be a U.S. exempt recipient, but that's still a U.S. person, right, Right. to overcome presumptions of foreign status. See, the W-9 is to, it just said it right there. It said, withholding agents may require signed form required signed form W9 from US exempt recipients to overcome a presumption of foreign status. So without the W9, you are assumed foreign. Uh-huh. You see? Yes, I <laughs> so did. they hand you that to get you into their jurisdiction. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And for trick. federal tax purposes, a US person includes but not limited to an individual who is a US citizen or a US resident alien a partnership, corporation, company, or associated created, organized in the United States or under the laws of the United States. And if you go to the actual W-9 form, when you sign under penalty of perjury, Mm -hmm. it says it right there in that sentence. Right there under the penalties, it says signature of U.S. person. So if you sign that form, you're a U.S. person. Mhm. Okay. Right mm. now, companies can be a U.S. person or whatever, because they were formed here or whatever. But if you do yeah. your W-8, Ben. So really, like you know, I actually made this mistake where I was supposed to send a W-8 to someone requesting my EIN instead of a W-9 mm. for my company. All right. So you're supposed to get this to your banks. Your jobs and things like that. Yeah, you it's okay if you work for the post office, although that is a federal position. And you're a federal employee. But they still follow under right. the same guidelines. It doesn't make you a U.S. citizen because you're working for the federal government. Uh, and I, I don't know. I'm not sure with the post office. Do y'all take oaths or anything like that? Yeah, they make you do oaths. Yeah, that's why I, I, was I shaking thought so, because my dad and my sister works for them. Yeah.
2: Ah, I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, had, yeah. I had left there, and I, man, I left there, and I uh, switched jobs, and I worked for a buddy of mine, and uh, so I did the eighty eighty two thirty three 33 and uh, we just handled it that way, and uh, it's all good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I put the right. uh, yeah. I put my status, so I use my passport card
3: right, well see the job see you know when you give them a passport, that's like giving them foreign status, but yeah. just don't fill out the w nine This is for anybody. listen, give them a w eight bend instead of a w nine. I got a video on it i I go over all of that, you know, mhm, yeah, I gotta check yeah. that out. Yeah. Well, you know, just go and read the instructions. It's right there. In the str- Most of this stuff that I'm reading, that I'm telling you, is right there in the instructions. That, um, you know, you're certifying right here on this form. If you, you know, if you can see it on YouTube, you'll be able to see it later. It says I, your certification under penalty of perjury, I certify that. And number three, it says I am a U.S. citizen or other U.S. person defined below same. Oh,
4: okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so you, you know. But now that you don't work for them, that that that's irrelevant. Just keep, you know, just don't fall into that trap again. Nope, no way. But as long as you're receiving monies from them, that is relevant, you know. But you're not anymore. Uh-huh. No, no, so,
2: not anymore. I had to get out of there. Right. You know.
3: Right. I
2: was, I was waking up having nightmares. Going, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I just started thinking about all the work I put. In, I put all the work I put in, you know, getting my status together and claiming everything. I was just like, Nah, man, I gotta get out of here.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you, you it's, it, keeping a job wasn't the problem, It's just you didn't know how to keep it and not be looked at as a U.S. citizen. Period. Yes, sir. You know. Yeah. You know. Well, all right, brother. Yeah. Any other questions? Well, I won't hold you.
2: Have a good one,
3: Akeem, and uh, okay. take care of yourself, man peace All right, peace you. All right Good question Go to the next one Four six nine three one eight. Four six nine three one eight. Hello you live
1: Yes, hello, Sorry. what's up? I was muted Peace, Akeem
3: Peace, what's going on?
1: Not much, this is Zachary Bak. You had someone to give you a call, oh yeah, that's yeah, all.
3: yeah, I need to clear up this question you had in the in the chat on YouTube, okay, you said
1: i sent what documents did you send um I sent to these seven plus locations I have uh the most divine and national movement of the world, legal notice, name declaration correction. oh okay
3: document. now, now that's why i need I needed to clear up, okay, now, let me ask you a question. Did you do anything like correcting your passport as a national or anything like that?
1: No, not before that. I've never even had a passport.
3: Now, you could use all of that paperwork that you did with the Morris, you know, that's fine. But you need to go get your passport, that traveling document, and apply for it as a national. Uh, and that information is taught on my website at com. It's the passport webinar. You can get that, and that will show you exactly what to do. And you could use those documents that you mail to all of those people as explanatory statements. The problem that people have with nationality is they don't know correctly how to do it. You know, people are telling them, oh, mail all of these people. You know what those people are doing with your mail when you get it? They're on the. (laughs) Pretty much (laughs) They're just throwing it to the side Man you're just mailing stuff to them It it doesn't give them a directive It's just information And they get mailed all the time So but when you go And apply as a national Pay that fee And you take the oath That everything you say in that application Is true and correct You get your passport back Now you got a credential Now that's on the record then you go yeah. order a authenticated copy of that record showing that you gave them all your Morris information and put it on the record. Boom. Five. And if you read, the oath tells you what to do. The oath of that passport application actually tells you what to do to claim your nationality. It's written in such a way that it's tricky. Have you seen my uh, passport? Oh, uh, video that I
1: did on uh,
3: YouTube. Have you seen that? No, I
1: haven't gone back and watched that one. I've been listening. Well, I'm to gonna, you. I'm
3: gonna, I'm gonna do you a Go favor, ahead. and I'm gonna, I'm gonna read the oath of that passport application for you, and show you what it's tell. It tells you exactly what to do. The problem we have is we listening to so much information, we don't know what to believe and what not to believe.
4: Of oh course, it's taking
3: God. its time opening up.
1: <laughs> like, and you oh got
3: people God. who want to argue and tell you, no, no, it's this way. It's that way.
1: You it's know. It's, it's, yeah.
3: uh, revealing. it's very revealing. Now, I I got it up on YouTube now, mm-hmm. but I'm going to read this to you. I'm going straight to the application and read this that this over here. Right here. It tells you. I mean, it's very simple. We just make it complicated because we believe in people instead of reading these rules. All truths are in the rules. You just got to know how to interpret them. It says here. This is the oath that before you get, you know, they complete your application, they have you raise a hand or you swear and affirm, whatever you do, and you sign penalty off on per- it, right? You're under penalties of perjury, It says, I declare under penalty of perjury all of the following. One. I am a citizen or non citizen national of the United States and have not since acquiring U.S. citizenship or nationality performed any of the acts listed under acts or conditions on page four of the instructions of this application. And they put it in a low bracket unless explanatory statements is attached. So let me interpret that for you real quick. It's saying you are a U.S. citizen or a national of the United States unless you did something in the acts conditions and you. Explain yourself an explanatory statement. So it's saying if you don't want to be a U.S. citizen looked at as one, you need to do what acts and conditions says, or read that and supply an explanatory statement. So what you did was you got explanatory statements. You given notice, but you didn't give it with this application. That's oh. how you give notice. You see what I'm saying? That's how you're going to get yep. an official document back with saying you proven that you're not who they're trying to assume you are. Now, when you get this document back, it's not going to look any different than any of the anybody else's passport. It's just that now you have on the record certified, authenticated that you are who you say you are. Nobody can rebut who you say you are. You just got to give them notice properly. Just mailing stuff to a bunch of places. Is is to me just creating paperwork that they're never going to read, and you know, people. It may have been a good idea years ago, but it, to me, without feedback, and the feedback that you're going to get with this is you're going to get a passport after you do this. Because if it's wrong, they're not going to give you a passport. Right. But it's right. They give right. you the passport. Thousands of people have done this process that I've taught them how to do, and they got their passport. So if it was wrong, they wouldn't do it. If you're right. stating, I'm not a U.S. citizen, and I specifically stated in there, and this is who I am, and they give it to you. Now, and the other trap people fall for with this is state citizen. You know, I don't agree with that. Because so many states have sold out to the federal government and said every citizen of this state is a owes allegiance to the United States. No, we're not going to be a state citizen
1: right
3: n not, not me at least now let's go to let's go to whoa action conditions really quick
1: what, what action is it?
3: conditions action conditions that's on page four of the application
1: action condition
3: acts a c t s or conditions acts or conditions okay and in the very first statement it tells you if any of the below mentioned acts or conditions have been performed by or applied to the applicant, the portion which applies should be lined out. And the keyword is portion. And a supplementary explanatory statement under oath of affirmation by the applicant should be attached and made a part of this application. Hmm. It tells you what to do. And then right. you start reading it, you pick out what you what applies to you, line it out. The part that applies, see, they trick you with the line out because line out in in simple terms or usual terms means it doesn't apply. But in this application, it says line out what applies. So just be careful. It, it's just they they know how to trick you. It's a whole language, man. It's, yeah, that's it's what their it's to... yeah, I It's dealing.
1: legal Yeah, I came into this maybe like three years ago. I'm 26 now, and man, this is um. It's unbelievable what you don't know and what you can get caught up right. in. Right. Yeah. I that's mean, that, I gave so all.
3: many jewels tonight. <laughs> you know, You know. I yeah. made it very simple for people to figure this thing out. You know, I like people to figure stuff on out. Now, if you can't figure it out, you need help, you want to use my explanatory statements and get some guidance, you know, com helps you
1: do to all of that. You yeah. know, it was a nice look. Y'all check them templates out, man. Yeah, but um, that's, that's
3: there you Thank have you. it. So take the Thank same you. stuff you mailed to all of these places. Use them as an explanatory statement with your application. Line out with it with acts and conditions. Say, study that. Read that several times before you make a decision. And I will give you keyword. You are a foreign state. Remember, I just read the W nine where it says. The assumption of foreign status. So the government is automatically knows that you're foreign. Mm-hmm. So they get you to fill out this W nine to take you out of that status. I just, they assume you're foreign. So I'm gonna read it again. It says an well, individual, individual that- who is required to file information return. Which may be a social security individual tax rate identification as number. Wait a minute, where was I reading that? No, that was in the other one. This is the actual application. Boom, right here. It says withholding agents may require signed forms W 9 from U.S. exempt recipients to overcome a presumption of foreign status. Mm. So what they're just saying, they we need that. them to fill out this W 9 to still let foreign status from them. Wow, <laughs> that's actually what it says. That's what it said. To overcome. What does overcome mean?
1: What does that mean? Leave it behind. Like, do <laughs> you know, let's,
3: let's, let's look up the definition of overcome. Hey, <laughs> on just a second.
1: Oh, I forgot we lied. Right
3: overcome. Now. I'm a Google. Let's do the Google definitions of overcome.
1: That is my black wall.
3: So that means to overcome, succeed in dealing with a problem or difficult defeat, prevail. They mean that to, to defeat your foreign status.
4: Wow.
1: Overpower. <laughs> not right. stopping that defeat. I don't want to read See, they use more.
3: specific words. They know what these words mean. We look at them differently. They know exactly. We need them to double fill out the W nine to defeat their foreign status. I'm, this is the, the the synonym for overcoming, yeah. defeat, beat, best, conquer, trounce, trash, thrash, <laughs> rout, vanquish. Come on. Yeah. You think they don't know what they're doing when they're using words like that?
1: Mm, they definitely don't. The, see,
3: that's why it's important to read, you see. I stopped listening to people a long time ago and read these instructions. Along with my connecting to the spirituality, spirit realm, and getting this information. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I read this whole thing, but that little part right there was the first time I read that was tonight, when it said overcome. Hmm. So that's the ancestors wanting y'all to know the truth when you're filling these forms out. They are conquering your foreign status. They're t- t- taking it away from you. Or ne- ne- let's let put it like this: They're dece- deceptively giving you forms that you they say you need to get a job. Yeah.
1: To take your foreign status away from you because they they make sure you you assume that you need a job instead of working for self.
3: Right. Mm. They know everybody. You, well, okay. If you go to public education, what are they telling you? What are they saying? It's saying go get a good education and you get a good job.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: So your mind is programmed to look for a job. And everybody around you, you ain't got a job yet. You're gonna get a job as soon as you finish school. You ain't gonna lay around here. No one ever tells That's... you or beat up on you to get a business for yourself. Yeah. Start your own business. Let's work together. Let's 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 start selling some things. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so true. There's so many things right now with with the whole COVID thing. This this is a time to, to create wealth because people are buying everything online now, for the most yep. part. So it's time to start them online businesses and start selling them. There's so many things out there you can sell. Amazon hmm. sells probably three to twenty of the same product from different vendors. All on the same platform, and they all making money. You see, what I'm saying? right?
1: And I, yeah, and I'm trying to decide if it's even legal for me to just buy something and resell it myself. Like, hold on, I'm nervous. No, to no, do no that. it's
3: legal. It's legal, bro. Wow. It's legal. Do
1: it, man. They, they everybody
3: selling the same thing. That's true. Wow. Everybody's selling the same thing. And they all make your money because the way I shop is I try to find the one that's going to get it to me the fastest.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true.
3: <laughs> you see? Yeah. Yeah, bro. All right. Any other questions? I hope I cleared that up for you.
1: That was amazing. Thank you. That was everything.
3: All right, man. Peace. Thank you. Let me move on yeah. to the next caller. Good question. I'm glad he got on. Before I get to the next call, the seven eight 6, 5, 9, 7, I'll get you in a second. It says, I would like to start a small business and wanted to know if using a trust is the best way and can a trust build credit. Yes, it can. Yes, best way is through a trust. Can you give me a little game? Uh, yeah, startup. Remember, a trust is a person just like they consider you a person in commerce. It can build credit, you know, so I would get a trust like, you know, your name is Natural Bay, Natural Bay Trust, right? Get an EIN for that and start, go to the, uh, I think it's uh, listmyself.com, listme.com, com, something like that. Uh, you go to, uh, what's that, uh, one of those credit bureaus, and you opt in and you put the information for the trust with the EIN number, you're going to start getting solicitations for credit and stuff like that. That's going to open up the profile. And, of course, like anything else, you got to build it. Now, if you want to understand how to build credit, CPN credit, because the EIN is a CPN, it's a credit profile number, go to ikeemail.com. The CPN information is there. It's pretty much up to date. Um, I got about three or four of those videos. Watch them all. All right. Let's go to the next caller. Seven eight six five nine seven.
4: Peace. Hey, peace, peace to the gods. I came this Jay.
3: Hey, what's going on? Peace, man. Hey, I'm just. How you doing? Hey? It's been a I'm
4: while. Doing... Yeah, it's been a while. I'm still hanging in there. Um, I have a two-part question, but we'll just um do... go over the first one first. Um, this one mm-hmm. is in regards to the um uh, for the employer that I work with now. Um, uh, when they did um the like the tax um papers, they do it through a, um like an online um application. It's not like a physical paper. And there wasn't an option for a, a W eight or foreign study. It just have straight W four. So
3: right now, you
4: know, uh, yeah. no, because even with a W four,
3: they still ask for a W a W nine certifies the taxpayer identification number. It's a certificate, just like a W eight is W eight bin. So
4: they go together. Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, that's what yeah. I made mistake. Um. They didn't, they didn't give an option for a W-8 band. They just have the W-4. But right. So you, um, this
3: is, you went physically in a job or just online?
4: I went physically on a job, um, but they didn't have me do no, that. No, you give it to them. It's the,
3: not an option. You give it to them. You say, hey, I need this attached to that. You give it to them. Okay, in the video so, that I right. did a couple of weeks ago, it talks about the W-4 and the W-8. You got to give it to them. You got to if you're gonna fill out the W-4 form out, which you really don't have to, you know that, yeah, you, know, you know the laws on that, right? Yeah. But yeah. You 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 give them that with the W-8. You you know, I think you would put the exempt on there, and then you give them that.
4: Okay, so you have to explain have to send that to them. That to okay. You have to talk
3: to them about that.
4: Okay. All right. I'll do that. I'll do that tomorrow. Um. The second one. Okay. um I'm I'm still having that issue. Actually, I don't have an issue. I'm just having, uh, like, cold feet to go back in and, and see if I can do my passport. But I just want the passport card. I don't want the passport book because I don't have no intention of traveling the way you right. know, this thing is out right now.
3: I don't know. They still might restrict it. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. You got to... You really got to attack them through the Constitution, how they're restricting your your right to travel. And you got to go take the law, the very law that's stopping you and use it against them.
4: Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. That that was Mm it. All right, bro. I pretty much know what to do right now. Thank you.
3: All right, peace. All right, so let's go to the chat. There's a lot of good questions in there. Someone says, two years ago, got a rejection, said back child support, which is not on credit report. Okay, remember, with child support, they're certifying you through the Department of Health and Human Services, right? You got to attack that because when you really read the laws, that's for U.S. citizens. You're not. So you got to, you know, I showed them that you're not a U.S. citizen to, to overcome that. Okay, you got to study and and put some paperwork together to go after that. Now, me, I can do that. And I had one time I was successful with it. The problem with fighting it that way, it takes time. And 90 days runs out quickly, and they know that. But you have to keep pounding at them. Uh, And then that certification will be removed. I had one guy, they had him on that list. And then when he kept pushing the issue... It was like, well, we you're not supposed to be on it. They just said sure they didn't, and then they took him off, and then he was able to apply. So you got to keep going after that because that's a fish on the hook type thing. You know, once they got their little fish, they're not letting it go easy. So that's going to take work. That's why I always like people to clear those problems up before they apply, simply because the application lasts only 90 days and it takes a lot longer to undo those types of issues. Okay. Someone said, so why you need to correct your past taxes as a U.S. citizen in order to process your application? No, you don't necessarily have to correct your taxes as a U.S. citizen because you're not not a U.S. citizen. You never was. But what you have to do is get them to get you off that list that you have issues by attacking what a U.S. citizen is. Use those rules against them. Use the Constitution, Articles of Confederation, your right to travel things like that. When you dig deep into these laws, you realize the child support laws are nothing but slavery laws. And a lot of these orders that they got are not even proper, the administrative orders, you know, I, there's a lot of guys on child support. They never been to a court. Now, if you notice and you listen, I'm going to play the recording again. So y'all understand. So You know what? Before I get to the next question, I'm going to play because a lot of people on YouTube did not hear that recording. So I'm going to play. I'm going to stop it where I want you to pay attention to. So here it is. Your company versus Barbara. My Um. I that, suppose that name is still so well, it's just right, hit it right. right. right.
1: I'm
3: Ikeen Barber, yes. Anyone
1: Man. here for have
2: noticed them, I did a motion to dismiss.
3: It's A-K-I-E-M-B-A-R-B-E-R. Yes. In the unopposed motion, I noticed him. Uh, I, I filed the motion on November the 19th, mailed it to the Plaintiffs Attorney of Record. Uh, I think it's Walter B. Tard. uh The motion is the court lacks jurisdiction over the subject matter, uh, over the persons, services, process is wrong, and insufficient service of process, and fails to state sufficient facts to state the claim plaintiff entered a, uh, a complaint against Akeem Barbera, which is not my name, we never lived at that address ever. Uh, my son took notice, I, he gave me a call and told me about this, so I had to answer this. Uh, I've never been to this place of business to do any type of car repair work, and at the time this repair work was going on, I'm, I was in Charlotte handling a business matter in the bank. So I've never been to this place of business. So I think it have to more in person All right. So when I, I wanted you to hear that, right? The other side never showed up to defend their cause against me, right? They made the claim. I mo- put a motion to dismiss, and they never came in. But guess what? I still had to go in the court and explain why I should win. Why am I mentioning that? Because what they're doing in child support, which is wrong, is entering default judgments against people that never showed up to court, and they never made a proper claim. They're they're not even showing that they properly served these people. They're mailing regular mails to people, no certification from the sheriff or anybody saying that this person actually got this complaint. A large majority of guys are getting hit with this. And then they entered the fault judgment. No, I had to show proof that I served them with my answer. Now, because they were the one putting in the complaint, they showed proof that they served my son. You know, and they put it on the record and had someone testify that, hey, I gave it to this guy who was his son, and they gave a description and everything. In your child support cases, do you have anything on the record like that? They have to follow those. That's called due process. I can't just mail you a regular letter in the mail and expect that you got it and then hold you responsible for an order that you never knew you got. And then even after all of that, I still had to make my case. I still had to explain why I should prevail on a motion to dismiss. They didn't just give it to me. When it comes to them, they just give, they just hand these things out like free lunch. See, this is how you guys are not getting your due process. All right, that's why I wanted to show you that. I wanted to let you listen to what I went through, showing you proper procedure. I still had to talk. I still had, there was no one there to, to argue with me, but I had to put on the record my case, even though I put in a written motion. All right, so the next question. Let's move on. Can you comment on the number of stars? Stars mean nothing. (laughs) I've done this process for hundreds of people, and I've seen five stars, three stars, four stars. That's what I've seen. I've seen people with super criminal records get five stars. I've seen people with no criminal records get three stars. I've seen children get five stars while the parents get three stars. Doing the same exact process. They mean nothing as far as I can tell they mean nothing okay people try to say well they mean this okay but then when I ask them for the proof of what they're saying they point to somebody's website that is giving off their opinion they don't point to a government document that says this is why you got those stars so until a government document that I can verify say that this is why these stars are here I'm not listening to websites I'm not listening to anybody's opinion. All I know is I've done people with terrible criminal history, big ones, and they got five stars. And I got people with three stars with no history, with five. And then I got people with five stars that has no criminal history, no problems with the law, ever. And they got five stars. Then I have children with five stars. Then I have parents, the same parents of these same children with three stars. So, it, it, it's no rhyme or reason. I can't tell you with Definity what they mean. All I know is I've seen different variations of it. And I got three stars. And I can tell you with that I give my passport, no driver's license, no registration. I keep on moving. They don't, they don't, they ain't they ain't taking me you know in normal circumstances you don't have a driver's license in some state they arrest you or make you get out the car that has not happened to me I didn't give up a registration nor a driver's license and they said have a nice day okay all right um someone said should we register our vehicle a certain way or does using the password take care of that uh, You register your vehicle the the, the the normal way. I don't have any remedy for not registering the vehicle. I don't recommend not registering the vehicle because you got to remember law enforcement officers on low end the totem pole. When they see no registration, they drool at them out, They're coming after you. They don't know what you know about how registrations work. So I, I keep registrations on my vehicle. I got pulled over and he, he pulled the registration of the vehicle. I didn't give him my registration card and, I didn't give my, my the contract, which they call a driver's license, and gave him the passport card, and I was on my way. You know, I wasn't supposed to be on my way. They were supposed to not let me drive. I didn't prove that I had credentials. But they didn't do that. There's a lot more to the story. I don't want to get into all the details because, you know, I don't want to give up too much because I'm working on that right there. But – um Let's go to the next one. Nationality freedom is attached to paper. Oh, that's that's a comment. Any other question? You can you can also watch uh, okay, mini series. You can also watch the mini series Trust in Amazon Prime. Mini series Trust on. Oh, I'm gonna check it out. Thanks. I'm gonna check that out. Uh, Long arm jurisdiction. Upon proof of claim, bring forth the man or woman bringing the claim against me. That is a true statement. Got in, what are the stars referenced to? Someone said, what are the stars referenced to? I just answered that. All right, let's look at the call line. Uh, there's no callers on the line. It's 834. All right, people. I will leave you with this last but not least statement. Last. Before I do that, let me put my my little um video up. That's the, you will never get any further than the ideas in your mind. Reverend Ike, that's where I heard it from. And that is true. The ideas that you have in your mind dictate what your physical results will be. So if you're thinking abundance, you're going to have abundance. That is guaranteed. If you're thinking lack, you will have lack. That is guaranteed. So. I encourage you to stay positive. Stay thinking about abundance. Stay thinking about your well-being, being being peaceful. Don't follow up all of this other stuff. I don't want to use certain words because they like to take videos down because you're using certain words. Think abundance all the time. Think good all the time. You're not crazy if you want to think good things. You don't want to follow the insanity of the world who want to be in fear of dying Do you do know that the physical body will expire one day, sooner or later? So I'm not going to spend my time worrying about when. I'm going to spend my time enjoying my time here and making it the best that it can be. Although sometimes I get caught up in my mind and I start creating chaos. I did that this morning. You know, Beth called me. You know, when peace she was trying to set up a comedy show for us to go to, and I, I, I you know, I jumped into a negative statement, and it changed the whole mood. You know, but I corrected that. I, I repented of my ways. But there you have it: peace, prosperity, extreme wealth to all, and have a good night.